My name is Dean Proctor, and welcome to today's episode of the What Is This? podcast. In late 2019, I came into possession of several thousand 45 RPM records from the 1950s to 1980s. In excitedly pulling them from the boxes to examine them, and having been a music fan for my whole life, many of these artists and their records were familiar to me. At other times, though, I found myself, after putting one on a record player, asking, what is this? This podcast, focusing on rare records and odd audio from my own collection, complete with their pops, crackles, and Q-burn intact, is an attempt to answer that question. What is this? Welcome to Episode 8 of the What Is This Podcast. And since I'm located in southwestern Ontario, Canada, a number of regional records have found their way into my collection of 45s. So, on this episode, we're going to take a quick geographic west-to-east tour of southwestern Ontario. We'll go from Windsor to Hamilton, and we'll highlight some of the more well-known and also lesser-known recording artists and their records that come from this region. So we're going to start in the most western city in southwestern Ontario, the city of Windsor. Windsor's located just across the Detroit River from the motor city Detroit, and it was the launching ground for the singer Giovanni Domenico Scafone Jr., whose name you've never heard before, because at age 18 he adopted the stage name Jack Scott. The touch my true love, my true love. That recording is from Eric Records release number 164. And the original release of My True Love sold over one million copies, earning Jack Scott his first gold disc. Well, after a decades-long career, Jack Scott was ultimately inducted into the Canadian Songwriters Hall of Fame in 2011. And in the process, he was called, quote, undeniably the greatest Canadian rock and roll singer of all time, end quote. Well, from Windsor, we head eastbound on Highway 401 to the city of Chatham, Ontario. Yes, that's the hometown of the former Sylvia Fricker from Ian and Sylvia fame, and just north of Harrow, Ontario, where big-town boy singer Shirley Matthews comes from. But Chatham, Ontario is also the hometown of Kurt Dean Colson, who was born there in 1938. Kurt and a buddy, Eddie Lane, who was born the same year, just down the 401 in Woodstock, Ontario, formed a group that, from what I can tell, put out just one 45 record in June of 1960. They called themselves The Dukes, and I can find next to nothing about them, apart from this Apex single, serial number 976682, called Lonesome for a Letter. side of what appears to be the Duke's only record 
was a song called Little Woman. Well, I saw my little woman walking down, down the street. Yeah, I saw my little woman walking down, down the street. Well, to me, that little woman, to me, she's looking so doggone sweet. research found no agreement on which of these two songs was the primary track and which one was the B-side. So if anyone out there has information on the Dukes from Southwestern Ontario, I'd love to learn more. I'll include my email address at the end of the podcast. Let me know what you know about Kurt Colson and Eddie Lane. Well, we continue to motor eastbound from Chatham, Ontario on Highway 401. Our next stop is the city of London, Ontario. And the few records that I'm going to reference here are going to be a bit like playing a game of Six Degrees of Ronnie Hawkins. Now, although it wasn't his original hometown, London, Ontario was one of the places that that Arkansas native rockabilly artist used as a home base. In Toronto in the 60s, you would find Hawkins at the Le Coq d'Or Club or later at his own club called The Hawk's Nest. But in London, where he would hold court, he would assemble some of the most powerful groups of musicians you'd ever seen. Hawkins was already a finely tuned performer and a showman. In 1959, he released the double-sided roulette record 45 that featured on one side this rewrite of Chuck Berry's song, 30 Days. Yep, he added 10 days and called it 40 days, as well as this one. I'm going to tell you a story about a Mary Lou. I mean, the kind of a woman make a fool of you. She make a young man groan at an old man pain. Way she took my money was a crying shame. Mary Lou, Mary She took my diamond ring. She took my watch and chain. She took the keys to my Cadillac car. Jumped in my kitty and she drove afar. While in London, in approximately 1961, Ronnie Hawkins formed a band that he called The Hawks. And it included just one musician who had come with him from the United States. That was a talented drummer and vocalist named Levon Helm. The rest of the group were local southwestern Ontario boys from cities like London, Stratford, Simcoe, and the First Nations Territory near Brantford, Ontario. Well, after a couple of years, those southern Ontario musicians named Richard, Garth, Robbie, and Rick, along with drummer Levon, left Ronnie Hawkins' employ and began touring in 1963 under the name Levon and the Hawks. In roughly 1965, that group began to work with Bob Dylan, and he renamed the group simply as The Band. Scratching my back. Sag, mama, sag. What's come 
it's clear that Ronnie Hawkins always held a soft spot for this version of the Hawks, as evidenced by his appearance in the band's final concert movie called The Last Waltz, and his shout-outs to both Robbie Robertson and Levon Helm in his 1984 trilogy record called Hit Record. Eating cheese and a drinking wine With Ronnie Turk, a kicking boys And Levon keeping time I'd have me a hit record, yeah Hit me one more time I'd have a hit record, whoa To get that friends of mine In the late 1960s, while in the process of forming yet another backing band for himself, Ronnie Hawkins looked around in London once again, and this time came across a group that had been together for a while, had even scored a contract with Columbia Records, the band had started out calling themselves Sally and the Bluesmen, and after a while they simply became the Bluesmen Review. It was under that name that the band scored a local hit with Columbia Record number 444495 called Spin the Bottle of Love. turned out that in the end, Hawkins was more interested in being part of a newly announced party tour with Chris Christofferson than he was of going on tour with his own group. So, the Bluesmen Review, who had come that close to being the next incarnation of the Hawks, stayed in London, continued to gig around town and around southern Ontario, including as part of one band called Leather and Lace. And for a couple of members of that particular band, great things were in the cards. And once again, the six degrees of Ronnie Hawkins would be brought to bear on the Canadian music scene. Two local London musicians, Dave Tamblin and Greg Brown, were part of that London, Ontario group that called themselves Leather and Lace. But then the group changed their name to Ocean, and having signed with the Yorkville label, they released a song written by Gene McClellan, previously recorded by Anne Murray, that became an international hit on Yorkville label 1973. Well, as we continue down the 401 East, there are some other milestone locations for Canadian music that we should notice. We're going to merge off onto the 403 and head toward Hamilton, Ontario. The city of Hamilton and the surrounding area has made an enormous contribution to the Canadian music scene. It's where we find the band famous for their Canadian hit, 
Oh, what a feeling, what a rush. The band called Crowbar. They were given that name as part of a profanity-laced criticism of their musicianship that was leveled at them by, yes, Ronnie Hawkins. The Hamilton area is also where Ronald Skip Prokop, the drummer and founder of both The Poppers and Lighthouse, came from. And the song that they're probably best known for features Skip Prokop on lead vocals. But here's the chorus from GRT release 123039. And the Hamilton, Ontario region is also where a Reverend Thomas, a Baptist minister and professor, was raising his two sons. One of those sons, David, went on to a comedy career that included being part of the infamous SCTV troupe. Dave Thomas. Also Doug, one half of the Great White North team of Bob and Doug McKenzie. Well, Reverend Thomas's other son was Ian. And things will never be the same. That's Ian Thomas and his version of a song released on the GRT label in 1977. It became an enormous international hit when it was covered and released by the American band called America in 1982. One final honorable mention related to the music scene in Hamilton. In the late 1950s, Conway Twitty was invited by a friend to come to Canada to play music. While here, and during an engagement at the Flamingo Lounge on McNabb Street in Hamilton, Conway Twitty claims this song came to him and was written in just seven minutes. How much I love you so, my only prayer will be. was a number one song released in 1958 by Conway Twitty that started a long and successful music career for him. Oh, and the friend who had invited Conway Twitty to come to Canada in the first place? Ronnie Hawkins. Now, I know there are many more artists and records that could have been included in this episode of the What Is This podcast. This episode was just a sampling of the kind of music that was coming out of southwestern Ontario in the 50s, 60s, and 70s, and records that found their way into my collection. I really hope you've enjoyed this quick musical journey along the 401 with me. Until our next episode, thanks for listening. What Is This is a podcast focusing on rare records and odd audio from my own collection of 45 RPM records. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider sharing it with your own social media circles and encouraging others to subscribe. If you have any questions or comments about today's episode, or any episode for that matter, email me at deanproctor at gmail.com. That's Dean with an E. 
And until next time, thanks for listening.